0: Pat, Yo, what's up, everybody? Patlin here, and welcome to episode 1003 of Ask Pat 2.0. Now, if you're not familiar with it, Ask Pat 2.0 is a coaching call between myself and somebody who has a business who had applied for coaching at askpat.com and in exchange for coaching, I mean, this isn't a, a deal where they're paying me anything, in exchange for having a free coaching call they're allowing you to actually listen in on that coaching call too. So you can learn and also implement. And I would love for you to listen all the way through and 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 take this information and apply it. Share the show if you enjoy it as well. It's one of my favorite things to do, and I'm excited to talk to Jackie today to help her through an important decision that she had to make because she knows that she needs to do something, but she just doesn't know how. And I'm going to help her through that, and you're going to hear it too. So, by the way, if you want to get your business potentially uh, talked about and coached through here on this show, all you have to do is go to askpat.com and apply right there on that page. It's free to apply. All you have to do is tell me some stuff that'll make it interesting for me and everybody else listening. Uh, the questions are all there for you if you go to askpat.com. So check that out. All right, now here's today's coaching call with Jackie. Jackie, thank you so much for being on Ask Pat today. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. So uh, tell us a little bit about what you do.
1: Uh, Sure. So I was an ESL teacher in South Korea for 10 years. So uh, during that time, I started an old blogger blog, and um, I was the only one talking about teaching in Korean universities. So I started, I just ended up writing an ebook uh, kind of based on that blog. And then I started a couple self hosted websites related to ESL teaching. And then I wrote more books. And so that's how I got my start in the online business world. I just kind of fell into it. And um, now I live in Canada. I moved back to Canada. And at this point in time, I have around 30 books. Uh, that are self-published on Amazon. And they are mostly related to ESL teaching. And I have three websites and a big email list uh, related to that niche. So that's one thing I'm doing. And then I also, during that time, started some Amazon affiliate sites. So uh, I have about six of them that I active, well, not actively, but that I uh, keep up to date, kind of. And Uh, The other question I have for you today is I'm making about the same amount of money on both of those things. But my problem is that I kind of feel torn between the two things and I don't actually think I have time uh, to focus on both of them. So, yeah, I just would, would appreciate your thoughts on which direction to go or if there's another way I could could actually do both of those things or. Yeah.
0: Why do you feel like you not you don't have time?
1: Uh, Because I feel like I'm really good at starting things, Uh, but like in actually writing the book, I'm quite good at or starting the website and getting a bunch of content on it. But I'm not good at like things like promoting my books. And I feel like with actually some marketing and not writing any other books, I could actually probably double or triple or four times my income quite easily within like, say, a year. Mm -hmm. And the websites, I also feel kind of like the same thing. I could even like 10 times my income probably in a couple of years from the websites if I focused on things like outreach and guest posting and that kind of thing. So I'm way better at just starting than actually seeing things through till they actually make some serious money.
0: Why do you think that is?
1: Uh... I think part of it is that I'm a bit scared to do outreach. I like, hmm. yeah, I just find it easier to just put something out there and then hope people notice it or. I mean,
0: that's I mean, the, the like, common thing between the, these two projects, right? It's it's get get started and go and, and kind of automate. Right. Versus get started then and, and the follow through with the reach out. That's you're absolutely right. You, I think you nailed um, kind of what you're scared about.
1: Yeah, for sure it is. Yeah. I've always kind of thought that was my weakness. Uh, I just haven't really done anything about it to overcome it. I've always had a day job, actually, so I didn't actually depend on this income. Mm -hmm. But just um, about a month ago, I decided to go full time on the online business thing. So I quit my job and now it's actually, thank you. Yeah. So now it's actually kind of serious. I need to make more money from this and it's not just a fun hobby that I had.
0: So. Do you believe that if you were to focus 100% or at least more percent on one of these versus kind of evenly dividing your time and attention to both, that you would be making more money?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think I would because there's so much room for improvement on both of these things that – yeah, just by dividing my attention, I don't think I have enough time and energy to – to really do that, so okay. yeah, I think it would actually make a big difference.
0: I think so too. And why do you think you haven't yet made that decision to choose one over the other? What's that, what's think, stopping you from make that de- from making that decision?
1: I I kind of like having both of those things to do. Sometimes I feel motivated to write books. Sometimes I feel motivated to work on my websites and. So, I like both of those things. And at this point in time, I just actually, before this call, added up my income from both of those things from the previous year. Mm -hmm. And they are almost identical. So, it's like, yeah, books are averaging 800 US a month, and then the websites are about 750 a month. So, it's like actually identical. So it's like that's why I'm so torn because I like both of them and I know my weakness, why I'm not doing better at both of them is the same and they're making the same money. So it's like
0: – This is kind of cool. This is a unique um, a unique situation because many people I've spoken to who have multiple options like this, It's there's one that's obviously doing better than the other. And so that helps infer the decision or there's one that the person has – you know obviously more passion for and that in first the decision but um this this is a very interesting case and i think um i it's a good almost kind of like a good problem to have right like you have freedom to choose right
1: yeah for sure yeah i don't feel like it's a bad problem i feel like optimistic about it like so just kind of my like uh, thing that i was thinking was to devote like maybe the next few months or even a year to improving one of them. So I currently have chosen one of my websites to work on and I'm just out doing outreach and trying to get guest posts and it's actually going really well. So Mm -hmm. I'd have focus on one thing and then sell it and then go full time on the other thing. So that was kind of my plan, but then I don't know if that's great. Why not just keep it in my portfolio, but then it's kind of like back to the same problem, I guess.
0: What what ulti- what ultimately would you like to achieve here? What's your ultimate goal?
1: Uh, my ultimate goal is to instead of earning like right now, I earn about fifteen hundred a month for my online things. I would love to earn like a full time salary, something like four or five thousand dollars a month, mm-hmm. and yeah, I would be really happy with that.
0: Now, what I often suggest when a person has two options that are equally you know, great uh, 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 now that they seem very great. Um, this is very common in like my podcasting course, for example, they have two ideas for a show, <laughs> right? So what I often do in that situation is I go, okay, well, both of these ideas are great. You have equal passion for both and can see yourself doing both. Well, let's, okay, let's actually plan ahead a little bit for both. So with the first one, we actually begin writing out You know, all the content that would be there and um, imagine what life would be like a year from now if that was the choice, right? And then we go the same route with the other one and every single time during those exercises, there's some moment where that person goes, oh, well then, yeah, after now that I'm thinking about this and putting more detail into it, um, it makes complete sense to go down that route. Or sometimes it's the opposite. Oh, well, now that I'm going a year ahead of time now and and realizing this – I realize I don't have actually as much content to share in this space, so it's obviously the other the other one's much better. So I think thinking a little bit ahead, so let, let's let's do some uh, thought experiments really quick. If you were to choose ESL and focus on that niche, and and, and the other beauty of this, I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Jackie, is that although you might focus on one, the others aren't going away, right? They'll still be there making passive income at least. The, the, it's not like you're removing that income you're just uh, right
1: yeah that's a hundred percent correct especially with the books the books I actually don't really do anything I have a huge autoresponder series and they just some websites related to that so they kind of sell themselves actually uh, I think the websites are a little bit less mm-hmm. passive in that you have to keep adding new content to stay high in the rankings and stuff like that so. Uh, for sure, the books are more passive,
0: okay, so let's talk website. about the books and let's say you devote the next year to the e s l uh, niche that you're in yeah, a year from now what what would what would be the result of you focusing on that space what what would be there that's not there a year from now
1: uh, I think that I am a little bit tapped out for content that I have. Um, I I have a co-author. So between her and I, we've kind of covered most of the possibilities in that niche. It's not such a big one. So I think in a year from now, I could be earning more money from the books with promotional uh, efforts. But in terms of like new content that I could write in a year from now, it wouldn't actually be that much. So I would have to like expand into other areas, I
0: guess. And how would you feel about that? Knowing that, okay, well, I'm kind of tapped out for content here. So I'm not writing new books. I'm just focusing purely on the outreach of these books. What are you, uh, how do you react to that? If that's what you're doing? Cause that's, you, you just said you, you'd be running out of content, but you would focus on that part that you know would make you more money for you, is that something you want to do?
1: Uh, I that actually didn't give me a good feeling when you were saying that. Um, I like I like writing and creating and doing new things like even just writing like a blog post on one of my Amazon affiliate sites mm-hmm. and doing some research and like learning some new things like I am excited about that. I like that part of it and so just focusing almost solely on promotion of those books that I have. I don't think I would be happy doing that at all, actually.
0: Interesting. Okay, well, let's go the other way. Let's say that we focus on the Amazon affiliate sites. Um, the year from now, what what's new? What's What wasn't there before?
1: I think my websites are going to be bigger, just in terms of more content, for sure, and I think... Outreach, I think that I will have way more connections in my niche and be doing things like podcasts and guest posts and uh, focusing on link building through different methods, which I think is quite interesting. Actually, I listen to a lot of podcasts and do a bunch of reading about that kind of stuff. And yeah, that actually sounds way more interesting to me than book promotion. <laughs> Actually, when I listen to podcasts and stuff, that's the kind of thing I listen to. I don't really listen to like self-publishing
0: uh-huh.
1: podcasts. Um,
0: so what yeah. would you say, based on just this quick thought experiment, uh, would be the right direction for you?
1: I think that focusing on the websites would probably be the, be the right direction, um, and I think I actually could still keep earning money from the books, like even oh, three or five years down the road, even with very little... Effort. Well, that's it's not the case for the websites for sure. So,
0: and personally, I think that the books are a great, almost like a safety net in case something were to happen. Happen with uh, because because my only worry with the Amazon stuff is, for example, you know, Amazon. You're relying on Amazon, right? And Amazon or Google or whoever can can change anything at any time. But if that were to all go away, that wouldn't mean everything goes away because you still have this passive business that is pretty much where it needs to be with the content and then you could potentially at least in the meantime, um, you know, begin to start pouring more time and effort into that if something were to happen. But where would you be most happy? Where would you, where would you be the most happy?
1: Uh, well just in this past month, since I went full time with my online thing, I chose one website that was earning the most money and I've been focusing on that and, I've been doing outreach and it's been really fun. Like I'm actually really excited about it and I'm seeing some good results. And yeah, so I think I would just be happiest doing that.
0: So you mentioned earlier that like you weren't so keen on doing the outreach and um, that's something that you wouldn't want to do with the books. But now with a website that you are excited about, you're actually doing that.
1: Uh, The books I feel like is more like personal, like it's my, I don't know, is this kind of my journey or like my things that I did in the classroom and it's more personal, I guess. So it feels kind of like harder to have that rejection, but for my Amazon affiliate sites, it's like I just review content or like review, you know, products on Amazon or give informational tips about how to use those products or whatever. So it's like... I guess the rejection doesn't hit me as hard or like if I get a negative review about my book on Amazon, I kind of feel like, oh, like I put so much time and effort into that. So I think that's the hard thing for me about the books.
0: It's so interesting when you talk about the Amazon stuff versus your books, like even I don't know if anybody can hear it, but I can hear it. There's like a, a tone. There's like a, a tonal change in your voice, and the, the breathing. It's really interesting. <laughs> so I, I I know what I feel like. I would recommend you do it. I'd love to, to – to, to, I mean you even said it yourself I think already. Like you, you know that you're going to spend a little bit more time on the Amazon stuff. Now if you are saying yes to that, what does that mean you won't be doing on on the book-related stuff?
1: Um, it, it means that I probably will not keep writing new books. I'm just finishing up one right now with my co-author. But I think after that one is done, then I'll just be done with that and –
0: Um, there's some like noises in the spot that you're in. Uh,
1: oh, sorry. It's just the washing machine. Oh, okay.
0: I was like, is somebody like (laughs) rapidly knocking on the door behind you? Like a woodpecker or something? Okay. No, no, no. This is, it's it's fine. This is like real life stuff here. So that's, that's (laughs) totally cool. Um, so you said that you wouldn't be publishing more books.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be doing more books. Um, and I probably, yeah, that would be about it, I think. And I would just let, the rest of it just kind of go as it would normally. And maybe I would do like a blog post on all my websites, those three websites, like every couple months or whatever, just to keep things up to date. But that would be about it,
0: I think. Very cool. How do you feel?
1: I feel good. I feel kind of relieved actually that that's like, it's kind of been weighing on my mind about this question. And, and actually my girlfriend, uh, like agrees, she actually thinks that I should focus on the affiliate websites. And... Well, I'm glad we're in
0: alignment because
1: I... <laughs> yeah, she like really feels quite she won't strongly about it. <laughs>
0: <this,
1: so. laughs> she was super curious to hear what you had to say.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you, you're the one that said everything. I I'm, I was just guiding the conversation. So, I mean, I think um, just to point out that you know it was really you who made this decision, not me.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's true. And actually, I have a question for you. Absolutely. Um, is it worth? Um, like building up the books or just even at this point in time, um, selling them on a place like Empire Flippers. Because I actually saw recently um, Empire Flippers had a couple listings for KDP, the self-publishing things, where they've never had that before. So people are actually selling these kind of self-publishing businesses. Um, I don't know if it's worth it or not. I I kind of go back and forth in my head about that and and would appreciate your thoughts on that.
0: Yeah, again, I mean, I always use the okay. A year from now, what would that be like? And also, what what are your goals with that? So, how much would make sense for you to sell it off if you were to sell it off? Um, like just assuming that that is something that you can do on Empire Flippers. Um, and then a year from now, how would you feel if that wasn't there anymore? I mean, you had this cash injection. Would that feel great? Like for some, it might be. Well, I'd feel amazing knowing that that's in somebody else's hands or taking care of it, and I don't have to worry about it anymore and i have this money or some people might be like ah you know i just it's like for me with my um my security guard site right like i could sell Mm -hmm. that but that's like my that's like my first niche site that i shared with the world and there's some sentimental value there so i I wouldn't do that Mm -hmm. um uh i don't know what what would you say a year from now if you sold it how would you feel
1: um, I kind of had a sentimental thing, too, because those websites and those books are kind of how I earn my first like dollars in the online business world. So um, I have that. But it doesn't
0: mean that you need to keep them, though. And I know that's that that's true. the case for me, too. Like that, I've been challenged by that, too. And, and, and I think that it really – we might not be able to get into it today, but it really ties – it goes into, okay, well, what are your goals? And by selling this, what is that allowing you to do that you couldn't do?
1: I think selling it would – allow me or just give me like a chunk of money to invest into my, um, Amazon sites Mm -hmm. for sure. Like hire a VA or like hire content writers or just. If you were to hire,
0: if you were to hire a VA and a content writer, what would that allow you to do?
1: Uh, I think if I did that, it would just allow me to like scale it up instead of focusing on only one website. Like I'm doing right now, I'm devoting like 40 hours a week to this one website. Mm -hmm. I could be focusing on two or three or four websites like a VA could be doing all the guest posting outreach and then I get guest posts and then a content writer writes them. So it would just be like a lot more automated, I guess, than it is now because now it's just me doing okay. it. So I think, yeah, I could just grow the business a lot faster.
0: I mean, that sounds, and it goes back to what your initial goals were, were which was to pick one of these that you can grow faster.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think it would help me. It would give me a cushion of money instead of dipping into my savings to fund the websites. It would just be straight money for my online business, which I would actually feel a lot better about reinvesting that money instead of using my savings from my day job, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you were to go down that route, if you if you choose to explore it, consider... You know, how much you might want to get for it as a multiplier of what you're making per, per year, right? So for example, you could earn two years worth of income and get, you know, two years worth of income from this website in, in one sale. Yeah. Is that, does that, and you don't have to answer this, but it like, does that sit right with you or is it, a, is it like, what if somebody paid just what you could make in one year? Is that enough or is it, oh, do you need five no. years? You know, so no. know where that is for you. Because once you start to sell it, then it's about negotiations and all this outreach and all this people stuff that um, can be hard for some people. Like it's, it, can, it can get to that awkward car salesy. Well, what if I paid you this and then this, you know, like. So know what that number is so you can walk in there with confidence if you choose to sell it. And it just becomes a very clear yes or no for you.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Cool. So let, let me ask you to finish off. Um, what was the most useful thing that you discovered today.
1: I just think it was super useful thinking about a year from now and picturing myself sitting I guess in front of my computer and what what do I want to be doing? And I don't want to be doing 100% book marketing. Like certainly not where um doing the Amazon sites. I think it's still going to be fun and interesting and there's always new things to discover and new things to learn about that. So I think I'm going to still love it in a year from now. So yeah, that was the most useful thing.
0: I love it, Jackie. Well, we'll check in with you at some point mid-year and just see how things are going. And um, I'm excited. So uh, thank you for taking the time.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much, Pat, for your help.
0: Absolutely. All right. I hope you enjoyed that call with Jackie. Jackie, thank you so much for coming on. And I'm looking forward to seeing your progress. One thing that I was thinking of doing, I don't know what you guys think about this, but perhaps six months down the road or even maybe next year, uh, bringing some people back, like you know, on Shark Tank, they have those updated stories of people who were uh, selected by the investors to kind of work together with them, and then they kind of come back in the future. And uh, always got to put a Back to the Future reference in, and that's where this one lies in this episode. But uh, you know how they always kind of do a recap of how that went after that decision was made. Was made. I think we should do that here on Ask Pat. So after these coaching calls, several months down the road, bringing a few of them back, uh, maybe per your request, even I'll figure that out later. Uh, but to do an update to see if either a they implemented or not, and b what what were the results of either doing it or not doing it? Um, what are the what are some of the struggles that are still there? What are some of the struggles that came out of nowhere that you didn't even know about? That would be really really fun, and I'm so excited for that. So obviously, this show is not going anywhere. So I would recommend subscribing. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do that now. Uh, And if you're digging the new format, the way that I would love to know that you're digging it is through a review on iTunes. Let me know. I read each and every one of them, and I'm stoked to hear what you think because I always want to improve, and I think that this is already from the feedback that I'm getting from others since the coaching calls started in episode 1001. uh, people People are really loving this format because they don't normally get access to this kind of conversation like this. So if you enjoy it, please subscribe please leave me a review. And if you want to get uh, an application in to potentially have your business coached on as well, just head to askpat.com and you can apply right there. All good. All right, guys, thanks so much. I appreciate you. I look forward to serving you in next week's episode. Until then, my name is Pat Flynn. I'm here to help you make more money, save more time, and help more people. Keep crushing it, guys. Take care. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while.